Ladies and gentlemen, here's Shirley Lin with In the Spotlight. Welcome to In the Spotlight. I'm Shirley Lin, and uh, I have in the studio with me Judy Tam, who is business development director of Bucky Drop, and we'll get to Bucky Drop later on in the interview. But hi, Judy. Hi. Yes, and um, I feel really honored because actually Judy lives in Hong Kong. Um, but you know she's in Taiwan here and get to come on my show. So thank you for doing that. But anyway, Judy is actually from Taiwan. Yeah, you were born here, right? I'm born here. That's right. Right. Oh, actually, I'm born in Hong Kong. <laughs> I'm raised in Taiwan. Uh, okay. Okay. Right. You were born in Hong Kong. So then, yes. what, how old were you when you moved back to Taiwan? Uh, I was around three years old. Okay. When I moved back. But then, when you turned fourteen, you moved. To Hong Kong again, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, that's right. but your parents are still here in Taiwan. Yes, that's right. Okay, and but your dad is um, from, uh, he's Hong Kongese. Yes, it's Cantonese. Oh, he's Cantonese he's from Hong Kong, and right. my mom is from Taiwan. Where in Taiwan? Taitung. Oh, Taitung. Oh, yes. very nice. We will get to that too as well later on in the program. But anyway, so um, why why is this traveling around? What's the reason? I think um, basically my parents they had a business in Taiwan um, when we were young, so that's why we moved back to Taiwan. And then later on, my my dad and my mom they wanted myself and siblings to learn English. English is really big for us, so he felt like um, for us to be here and also to be in Hong Kong is a good transition in order for us to learn more English. For example, yeah, I think I, I I can only say that's a good choice. Uh, probably it's better off learning English over there than here. Actually, that goes for me too. I learned my ABC in Hong Kong. Oh yeah, yeah. you're the middle child. You were saying yeah, yeah, that's right. and you have an older sister. Where is she now? She's as as well in Hong Kong. Oh, okay. And your younger brother? He is. Um, he just moved back from Japan, so he is in Taiwan right now. <laughs> okay. Yes. All right. So it seems like your parents have a very、uh, global view for the three kids. Then they would say.、Uh, I, would I would say, say. so. Well, before we continue, though,、mm. you want to start with that story that has made an impact on you. Apparently, it has to do with your husband. <laughs>、um, yeah, he he is very very lucky that I'm actually talking about him <laughs> right now. But I would say that、um, think that I actually get to know him, and he has shown me wonders、uh, in the world, and he really inspires me every day. He reads like ten sets of newspapers every day, and. He tells me what's happening around the world and what should be done to make like a place better, for example. So that impact really came for my career. I would say I've been in the manufacturing field、um, for like over a decade. So it's a very traditional、um, printing business, industrial printing business. And then when he came into my life, and then I have explored a lot of opportunities. And I personally enjoy、um, shopping online, reading, and news about tech in general. So that is why I said, like, okay, after a decade of time, maybe it's time for me to move on. And that's how I land with my job at Bucky Drop. Oh,、and、okay, which is、uh, e-commerce. E-commerce. So I think he gave me that push for me to try new things, to switch career. 
if he hasn't have done that, I I would still say that I will still be with um, traditional, uh, a more fa- yeah. Industry. I would say yeah, it's very common in Taiwan that um, you you do uh, work in a manufacturing field, for example. So yes. e-commerce is more new, I would say. So he has shown me a lot of those. Oh, good for you. Wait, did you study technology? No, I what, studied. What, what, <laughs> right, I studied business. Oh, okay. In All um, right. Hong Kong, I okay, attended Hong the Kong. school in Hong Kong University. Uh huh. Okay. So then, what was your first job? My first job was it was the printing business, it the was industrial printing. printing business. Yes, oh, that was a very first job. That was like my first job, and it was like a decade ten years. long. <laughs> yeah, because I was like moved uh, around. I had the opportunity to work in Taiwan, work in Germany, in Frankfurt. And also then moved to China for in Guangzhou for like four or five years, and then also worked in Hong Kong with so, the same company. With the same company, oh. and um, I start from basics like fundamental stuff up until like a director level. So it was a good learning process, manage the team and do sales and marketing. That was my role basically. Oh, so yes. you got around the world somehow yeah. with this one company. <laughs> That's right. I set up the um, sales headquarters in Germany, Frankfurt. I lived there for like two, three years. So it was also really nice. I've never been to Germany. What's it like? Uh, I would say people work well. I would say they're very, um, I, w- I wouldn't say they're like stubborn or anything, but then they're very efficient. They're very quick with uh, their thinking. So I really enjoy working with the locals in Germany. But a lot of my clients are uh, all around in Europe. So I also got to travel to Czech Republic, to Poland, to Spain, to UK, many, many countries. Because I do sales, so I get the um, opportunity to travel. I envy you. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Would you say Germans are workaholics then? Um, half, half. They enjoy drinking beer during the daytime. During the daytime? <laughs> yeah, oh lunch events, yes, um, most of the time. And they have coffee breaks. So they do work well, and they also know how to enjoy life during work times. Oh, that sounds like they really do know how to enjoy life. Um, beer is cheaper than water, apparently. So. Oh, just like how wine is cheaper than water in some other countries in Europe. That Was is it right. London or Paris? I Could think. be. Yeah. It's part of their life. Yeah. Of all the places you've been, which do you think is your favorite? I would say, uh, if you ask me to choose, I would say Italy. Oh, really? I enjoy Italy. Why I, is that? Um, it's just the food and the place itself. So I went on honeymoon with my husband to Italy. Aww. We visited Lake Como and we also spent some days in Milan. But favorite, I would say Tuscany. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, it's very, very beautiful. The view and the sunset. So it was very nice. We Aww. enjoyed it a lot together. Sounds so romantic. Yeah. A lot of people say good things about Italy, really. You're listening to In the Spotlight with Shirley Lin. All right, well, Judy, talk about Taiwan. You live in Hong Kong now, but the thing is that you do pretty much come back to visit like every year, right? That's right. And your parents are in Taitung and all that. So talk about, you know, having lived in two places. What, what are your thoughts and feelings? 
Well, um, even though I live in Hong Kong now with my husband, we still spend, like you say, we spend a bit of time here to see my relatives who live in Taipei and in Taitung. So Taiwan is still home to me. So growing up in Taiwan, I think a few of my favorite things uh, is definitely the hospitality and the service mm. and the food for sure. Mm. I enjoy eating here. Um, rural fan. Oh, that's what you yes, miss? Uh, like it's a like, lot of those. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, like braised pork braised over pork. rice. Yes. That's right. Mm. And also the natural sceneries. And um, we don't get a lot of that in Hong Kong. Hong no. Kong, it's much, much smaller. Mm. So coming back to Taiwan, we would rent a car and drive up south. And this time of the year, we are going up to Taitung for the Hot Air Balloon Festival. Yeah. So that, that would be exciting. But in the past, we went to, for example, Hualien to mm. Taroko Gorge. We spent New Year's Eve there. Oh. And that was also really amazing. So I think the natural scenery is better uh, yeah. in comparison to Hong Kong. Yeah. And also, I would say the hospitality and the service. Taiwan people... Um, are generally nice and friendly. If you if you guys um, had a chance to meet my mom, uh-huh. she's like the friendliest person alive. <laughs> oh, really? Always giving people directions, making sure that strangers uh, know their way around the, the town. And I'm like, I, we don't even know them. But yes, she knows like all our neighbors and uh-huh. she's very willing to help. And all Taiwanese apparently are like that. And that's how I feel when I live in Taiwan. Yeah. And Hong Kong, I would say, people are generally, they're okay. <laughs> they, will, they will get there. <laughs> Wait, how old are your parents now? Uh, they're about 60 plus. Oh, young. Yes. I mean, yeah, yeah. to me, they're young. <laughs> they're still very young. But um, you think they're actually running a, um, a B&B? Yes. Over in Taitung. In oh, that's tai- nice. Taitung for the past six, seven years. Yeah. It's named after my mom's name, Elsa. Oh. So I guess it's easy to um, Google for it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that is so cool. Yes. Yeah. More and more B&Bs are going up in Taiwan. People are just loving it because it's got a great environment and got a great place to just, you know, if you're thinking about retiring, just, um, you know, run a B&B and, and that can pretty much, you know, make a living out of it and still enjoy nature and uh, live a very carefree life, right? Yes, yeah. yes. especially in Taitung, it's less city-like. I more totally rural. agree. Yes, like yes. countryside. Um, so I enjoy spending, if you want some time of your own, uh, spending time up in the South is great. I've only been to Taitung once that I've been back here 27 years, but uh, it's beautiful. It really is not city-like at all. There's so much nature, and then there's a coastline, a beautiful coastline. That's right. Yeah, and if you want green, there's lots of green over there, and, and then the water. Oh, okay. Yes, wow. I enjoy that bit a lot. Yeah, and also a, a, quite a bit of um, Aboriginal culture there, too. Yeah, my mom is actually Hakka. Uh-huh. I think she speaks the language too. I I, I do not. You do not. I oh, okay. do not. Yes. So okay. she um she's raised there. So she's very familiar with it. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Okay. Well, why don't we start talking about Bucky Drop? Before we get to that, though, I mean, there is this whole thing that led up to Bucky Drop. So I think you have a lot of your own views and um, you know, your expertise about startups, about e-commerce in Taiwan compared to Hong Kong and China, maybe. The startup scene in this part of the world has grown tremendously over the past few years. So let's say Singapore, 
um, and also in China, Shenzhen, you have places where the ecosystem is getting more um, comparable to counterparts to the West, such as the Silicon Valley. So I've worked in China for several years. So what I see from a funding perspective in China, it's huge. Where apart from Tencent and Alibaba, you have plenty of VCs with deep pockets. And you also have a number of big ticket checks being signed off by strategic investors uh, in hospitality and consumer side, finance and also insurance. So what I see in China's domestic market while being huge, it's also very, very competitive. And in Taiwan, it's also quite common. The bike sharing market, which oh, is yeah. huge in Taiwan, huge in, in China for sure. It's a great example. We see that there were a lot of companies who came in doing the same thing at the same time in a very short period of time. But at the end of the day, it all led them to close really, really soon. Mm. So that's, that's something that I have realized. And that's what we also see. And in Hong Kong, I mean, I'm fortunate that I lived there for more than 10 years. It's actually surprising to see that a place like Hong Kong hasn't really caught up yet. Oh, really? Despite like our long history uh, with the financial center. I mean, don't get me wrong. We do have a lot of startups in Hong Kong. But of course, very few of them scale up to uh, venture beyond Hong Kong. So we obviously have very few unicorns to, to date. So maybe less than a handful. So it's a combination of factors contributing to this. And there is definitely a shortage on the programming side, like developing data coding, for example, and that won't improve in the short term. So, I mean, we hear this all the time. It's not just Hong Kong, China, and, and Taiwan. Uh, one of the biggest challenges would be um, in Hong Kong and other parts of the world would be the lack of talent in a number of areas. But back to what you were asking with, with Taiwan, I would say Taiwan's market is um, emerging. And we have aspiring entrepreneurs here that would need more of a support system in terms of where the money comes from, mm. fundraising, early stage product development, and globalization. Next week, Judy Tam will elaborate on her views about Taiwan's market, the startup scene, everything about Taiwan. So make sure you don't miss out on In the Spotlight next week. I'm Shirley Lin. 